The day the music died. Today on a non-depressing episode of Misty and Ike. The day the music didn't die. <laughs> it didn't die. It didn't. It, it didn't. went on. Yes. And people wrote songs about the day that the music didn't die. I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes. We're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Bye bye, bye bye, Miss American, American Pie. Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee, levee was dry. Good <laughs> old boys were drinking whiskey, whiskey and, and rye. This'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. One more time, like Clint Eastwood. Bye bye, <laughs> Miss American Pie. Go ahead, punk. All right. Uh, okay, okay. The day the music died. Yeah. Here it is. So, on this day in history. On this day. In 1959, February 3rd, 1959. How many years ago was that, math? I can't math. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's the day that the music died. And that refers to the day that Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper were killed in a plane crash in Iowa. It was 62 years ago. 62 years ago. Yep. Um, also, the pilot died as well. Yeah, I know his name. Uh, Roger Peterson. That's right. <laughs> do you want to tell me, do you want me to tell you like the, the brief history of like how this all went down and then we'll get into like facts uh, and weird shit about I it? I sure do because I am a okay. music death virgin. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, Buddy Holly had stopped playing, performing with the crickets and had gone back out on tour because he needed some cash. Mm. Um, his manager had stole a bunch of money from him. So um, he was on tour with Richie Valens, who sang La Bamba, and the Big Bopper, who was a radio DJ, who was doing all the like intros and stuff. But didn't the Big Bopper have a song too? I think so. Um, good God, it the, wasn't the great. twist. Mm, Come on, so. babe, let's, let's do, do the, the twist. twist. I don't think that. I'll was. look that up. Okay, you look that up. Um, so they were on this tour. Um, it had a name. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Um, what the name of the tour was. Um, while you're looking that up, he had... Uh, it was like the Winter Spectacular Tour or something like that. The big, oh, the Winter Dance Party. Yeah. Okay. His famous song was <clears throat> Chantilly That's Lace what it was. with and the a pretty, pretty face and a ponytail all around down. her nails and something. Wiggle and a walk and a giggle and a talk. Yep. Make the world go round, 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 round. Yep. Wow. I didn't know I was that good at that. <laughs> and this uh, Johnny Be Good. Johnny Be Good. Johnny Be Good was the big bopper. Uh, I don't believe that that's correct. That's what it says right here. I don't know about that. Um. Anyways, <laughs> tell me more. Really? Johnny Be Good? That's what it says. Judas Priest covered it. Uh, that's not a thing that doesn't I don't. <laughs> it's it's under uh, the Big Bopper slash song. Chuck Berry sang Johnny Be Good. Well, he covered it. Okay, <laughs> covered that. That makes more sense. Or like, maybe, maybe Lauren. No, no. Chuck Chuck Berry wrote Johnny Be Good. That's what he was famous. Well, it also for. says he wrote Ticket to Ride. So I don't believe the internet anymore. Ticket to Ride by the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, that's all, yeah, I'm so confused right now. Um, okay, so anyways. They were doing this tour in the Midwest, and it was exceptionally cold. It was the winter time, obviously, yeah. February. Because it was what state? 
Iowa. Ooh. It was Clear Lake, Iowa is where they were playing. They played at a place called the Surf Ballroom. Wow. That if you have been on any kind of a van and trailer tour, you've played the Surf Ballroom. Um, and That's a low-key <clears throat> brag right there. So everybody was getting really sick because it was so cold and they were tour busing. Only tour buses back then didn't look like they do now. They were sit-up buses that you yeah. would put 48 people on a bus and right. drive in the middle of the night, freezing, you know, no heat, blah, yeah, blah, blah. They weren't those custom luxury liners that you're <laughs> right. accustomed to. So um, Buddy Holly decided to splurge and get a, a private plane that night to mm. get them to their next stop, which was in Minnesota, because they were getting really frustrated. Everybody was, you know, cold, tired, exhausted, getting the flu. And so it ended up being Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper that got on the plane. Um, and they, I think that they were only in the air for like 15 minutes. Ooh. It, they were not very, very soon after takeoff. Yeah. It was super late at night, really crappy wintry conditions. Um, the pilot lost control of the plane and crashed into a, a cornfield and killed all four people on board. Mm. And since then, there have been like tons of references to this. Obviously, Don McLean wrote the song American Pie, which references the day the music died. Yep. Um, it's been mentioned in movies, TV. That Also, there are monuments that are erected at the crash site. There's a memorial concert that happens every year um, that's at the surf ballroom, which is where they played their last performance. Do you know how old they all were? They were young. Dude. They were real young. Holly was 22, Richardson 28, and Valens? Valens was super young. 17. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to have a hit on the radio back then, that early, right? he was like the Justin Bieber of the 50s. Completely, and he was Latin. Richie Valens. Yeah, yeah, I mean, La 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 Bamba. Bamba. (laughs) Like, to have a a hit of of that sort in Mm. that era, that's a big deal. (laughs) A really big deal. Um, I've actually been to the, the Buddy Holly Museum in Texas. I can't remember exactly where it's at. I have a picture of me standing outside because instead of having a big sign that says the Buddy Holly Museum, mm-hmm. it's a big giant pair of like Buddy Holly glasses, the black oh, corner glasses. Yeah. It's super cool. Cool. Sorry, yeah. I got sidetracked for a little bit because as I'm scrolling through this, there's an ad that says the top. 20 uh ad meter 2021 top super bowl ads with celebrities and uh, my super bowl ad from last year is like the main keyframe in that that's exciting yeah we'll talk more about that on friday we will we're gonna talk about super bowl on friday mm-hmm. so tell me some weird stuff that you found out about it <clears throat> uh well i kind of got a little self-involved here on this little search but so you didn't okay well do you want me to tell you some weird stuff yeah i don't i'm not here's the thing i'm not finding anything that you're not already like two steps ahead of me on <laughs> Like I just got to the ballroom, right? And the ballroom. There's there's something about the legacy here. The legacy. Uh, celebration and legacy. Okay. Despite, <laughs> despite charting, I'm reading this cold, folks. Despite charting only one number one hit, that'll be the day. Holly influenced a generation of rock and roll stars. A certain Liverpoolian band, hint, <laughs> the Beatles, know, two days ago. <laughs> Decided to name itself after an insect, partly because that's what Holly's band, the Crickets, did. Yeah. Whoa, I didn't know that. They were kind of like the original nerd rock. Yeah. I mean, why do you think Weezer wrote by Holly? I don't know. 
<laughs> so there are some really interesting things about it. Um, Buddy Holly's band was composed of uh, a couple of people that you maybe have heard of. Um, Carl Bunch, Tommy Alsup, and Waylon Jennings. So instead of putting his band on the plane with him, um, you know, there were only four seats. And <clears throat> this this is really like, this is one of those things that will give you the chills. Yeah. So the big bopper was sick. He had the flu pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And Waylon Jennings said, why don't you take my seat so that you can get there quicker and you can get some rest. Wow. And so the big bopper got on the plane and didn't make it. And then we got Waylon Jennings. Yeah. He didn't die. And we got the Waylon Jennings as a solo artist, not a member of someone else's band. And all of the incredible music that Waylon Jennings made. Right. Luke and Bach, Texas. Who else was supposed to be on the plane? Well, um, it gets kind of interesting because... There's a couple of like weird scenarios. Um, Richie Valens was really, really scared of flying. He didn't like it at all. Yeah, because sometimes the plane doesn't make it. <laughs> I bet he on the way down, he was like, I knew it. I knew I shouldn't have gotten in here. He asked um, Alsop, who was in the band, um, Tommy Alsop, if he could have his seat because he was so tired of riding on the bus and tired of being cold and just wanted to get there. And so Tommy Alsop gave up his seat to Richie Valens. Oh, man. Yeah. So the the most widely like known version of the events is that the Big Bopper had the flu during the tour. He asked Waylon Jennings for a seat. Um, when, when <laughs> this is so terrible, when Buddy Holly heard that, Wa- that Waylon wasn't going to fly with him, he made a joke and said, I hope your old bus freezes up. Ooh. Waylon's responded, well, I hope your old plane crashes. No. As a joke. Like, strictly no. as Can a joke. Can you imagine living with that for the rest of your he life? He has often said that it has haunted him for the rest of his life. Wow. That's why you don't even joke around about that yeah. stuff. Unless so, it's well, Nicholas. And here's what's super interesting. So Valens, scared of flying, asked Tommy also for a seat. The two agreed to do a toying cop. A toying cop. Why can't I? Uh, a coin toss, not a, a toy cost. A coin cost, <laughs> obviously. They tossed a coin to mm-hmm. decide, and Richie Valens won, quote, unquote. Oh, won. yeah, he won. <laughs> um, Bob Hale, who was a disc jockey from Mason City, Iowa, and was emceeing the event that night, uh, was the one who flipped the coin in the ballroom side stage shortly before the musicians departed. Wow. Imagine being that guy. Um, Dion. So Dion, I believe, it, what was it? Dion and the Belmonts? I think so. Yeah. Um, so he, they were also on the bill as well. And um, Dion had, I believe, asked possibly to join on the flight. But because it was... Buddy Holly at that point, Richie Valens, the Big Bopper, those were all the seats. And nobody would nobody would give up their seat mm. for Dion. Yeah. That's a tiny plane, man. Yeah. For, yeah. Seems like there'd be another seat, though. Oh, yeah. somebody was riding shotgun. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. 
So, so basically, it was a real. It was um. It was called a bonanza. The plane. It's like a tiny, tiny plane. Bonanza plane. Yeah, they're like Cessnas. Oh, here's something interesting. So in hindsight, there's been a whole lot of weird shit out of Dion since then. He says that he won. He was also involved in that um, coin toss. Mm. I don't know how you can have three people involved in a coin toss, but whatever. He says that he won the toss, but ultimately decided that because it was going to cost $36 that he would have to put in to fly because mm-hmm. Buddy Holly wasn't paying for the whole plane. He was asking people to throw in money. Yeah, sure. Um, he didn't want to pay the $36. <laughs> well, the three people in the he coin couldn't... toss are the two people that it's against and the guy flipping the coin. Right. No, He what he's saying is that he was involved in the toy. The coin... Why do we keep calling it a toy cost? I don't know, but we're definitely calling this episode the toy cost. <laughs> He's saying that he won the coin toss. How can you have three people in a coin toss? One guy's just the flipper. No, that's not. No, you've got Richie Valens. Mm-hmm. You've got the band guy and Dion. And oh. then you've got the guy who was the MC flipping the coin. God, I see what you're How, saying. Yeah. There's only two sides to a coin. Well, you know. <laughs> so maybe Dion's just full of shit maybe, and wanted to be more involved in the story. You know, he didn't go on to do a whole lot after that. So. I mean. Maybe he Dion to, was pretty well known. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, but he was kind of a he's no a Beatles or anything. As we talked about on Monday, no one is. They are the biggest, best in the world. Right. <laughs> so, um, according to this article, uh, the Bonanza is uh, the most crashable plane to ever be flown. Wow! I just made that shit up. Oh, you're <laughs> awful. I mean, it is a tiny... It's basically a Cessna. It's tiny, It's dude. tiny, tiny. You want to know some... Most of these look like they could fit two more people, though. They have four windows. Yeah, so. but you have to also consider the luggage needs to go somewhere, or in their case, more than likely guitars. They're, I can't... they're probably carrying instruments. With Those them. should have ridden on the bus. <laughs> if you're a buddy Holly, you're taking your fucking guitar with you. That's your that's your that's you. It's part it's part of your body. You're not just leaving it on the bus to slip and slide over the no, black you're, ice. You're gonna leave it all over a cornfield. Oh <laughs> so here's uh. something really crazy. After all this happened, the winter dance party tour continued. What? 15-year-old Bobby V was given the task of filling in for Holly on the next performance. Who would... Because he knew all the words to all the songs. Waylon Jennings and Tommy Allsop carried on for two more weeks with Waylon Jennings taking Holly's place as the lead singer. They didn't skip a show. No. (laughs) So somebody in Holly's band had to sing Holly's songs. Waylon Jennings. Who's the 15-year-old kid? Well, the 15-year-old kid filled in for the next performance only because he knew all the words. But then after that, Waylon Jennings took over. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. And now we have a Monday Night Football theme song. Monday Night Football was written by Waylon Jennings. Oh, all right. My, all my rowdy friends are coming over to me. See, and I always think the other guy, the... Oh, that could have been Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, that's, I always think that guy. I just like to say things as they're facts and then let the internet sort it out. <laughs> that's kind of what we're here for, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, can you think of, like, if you imagine all the fucking shit that we've said that's not completely correct on the show? 
I mean, we check the internet we for try, facts. And but like, ruin I, it with opinions. There are times though, like we were watching our own episode the uh, earlier today, we have where I was like, "There's no way Mr. Rogers and Arnold Palmer played golf together. Oh. Mr. Rogers isn't a golfer, and yeah. that's completely incorrect. They you were found friends. out later. They yeah. were super good friends, and they golfed together. That's a good shout right there for sure. Sometimes we go back and we need to figure out to correct ourselves. That's right. What are we talking about tomorrow? <laughs> um, Sinead O'Connor? Patty Hearst. Oh, Patty Hearst. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Stick around tomorrow for some Patty Hearst. And Stockholm Syndrome. Since it's not Friday, stay off those planes, folks. <laughs> Seriously. Oh. Don't uh, let the music die again. Maybe this song. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>